If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Recorded live. Good evening. It's Saturday, August 19th, 2017, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Welcome to Lauren's podcast, Talk Show. Tonight, Nano Tech Weapons. We have a wonderful young man who's quite informative and expertise in nanotechnology and the weaponizing it has on individuals. Electronic, force the skull, remote neuron monitoring, things, burns. They are harnessing, enslaving, terrorizing human beings in America. Without further ado, I'd like to present a warm and gracious welcome to Mr. Mark Anthony. Mark Anthony, welcome. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you. It's an honor to hear from you. It really is. So, let's go in this a little slower. Mark Anthony, when, um, what were you doing before you realized you were targeted? How was your life going? Or how would you describe oh, it? My life was going uh, well. I was just like any other person, uh, enjoying life and doing things. Uh, I was doing things for the community, and uh, I was, uh, I was uh, scheduled to host a, a youth science and technology workshop that included the uh, possibility of using radio waves or nano waves for telepathic communication. Using nano waves for telepathic communication, does that mean trying to communicate with someone who whom is deaf, can't hear, hearing impaired? Uh yes, it could be used for uh for 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 deaf people that are deaf. Um but uh, it was it was basically just a uh, exploration of the possibility of being able to uh, communicate telepathically between two people. My gosh, do you think it was going to be the onset? I guess the word I'm trying to describe was this going to be a new way to communicate, like to replace the cell phone? Oh yes, the uh, workshop was to present new technology. Oh New gosh. telepathic technology. Telepathic technology. Um, do you feel that you were targeted because someone wanted your your formula, your patent? Was this espionage? Yes, most definitely. Uh, the uh, organized gang stalking against me began in August 2005 after I was scheduled to host the uh, Youth Science and Technology Workshop at a local research center. The Youth Science and Technology Workshop included the exploring, included exploring the possibility of using radio waves or nano waves for telepathic communication. Uh, I emailed my itinerary to a nationally syndicated Clear Channel radio morning show to promote the event to urban youth. And shortly after that, I realized I was being followed, and uh, everywhere I went, I was being harassed. And I realized that also that he, that the uh, 
that the Clear Channel Morning Show that I uh, emailed my itinerary to, he either had my cell phone tapped or had me under electronic surveillance. Because one day I was driving to work and listening to the show, and I began talking to myself about some of the uh, radical on-air comments he made, and I realized he began directly responding to my comments, well, to the comments I made to myself. At first I thought I was imagining things, so I began to purposely make offensive comments, such as calling him gay, to see if he see if it would generate a response about him being gay, and it did every time. Oh my gosh, that's wild. <laughs> yeah. And it, and it went on that it went on like that for uh for 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 years until I stopped listening to the radio station. Well, until he was kicked off the radio I station, but then it was right. I just mm-hmm. want to make sure I understand this right. You're um you're working. You want to help the youth. You've developed your formula, this pattern that yes. would help people communicate telepathically, and someone in that niche of technology and science it wanted it for their own literally to steal it from you yes i don't think he had anything to do with uh technology or science he was more of a uh well he is more of a shock jock radio dj sort of like howard stern but he i i think he uh researched and investigated the uh to prove my formula was real and uh, he found out that it was real and that's when it all started oh my god and a couple of years after that, that's when I began hearing, well, actually, the following year is when I began hearing uh, popping sounds in my apartment that responded to conclusions I made in my mind. You know, uh, when I came to a, a thoughtful conclusion, I'd hear this popping sound, and, and the popping sounds would follow my body movement. If I reached for something, I would hear a popping sound, and everything I did, I would hear a popping sound. It e- the popping sound would either be in my ceiling or my walls or the corner of my ceiling, and it went on for for months. It went on for a whole year, actually. During this time, I was still being gang stalked by uh, every everywhere I went. I was being gang stalked by strangers. It was it was uh, it was really weird. Oh, yes, it is a weird feeling, and really, quite frankly, when you don't understand this, it's terrifying. Yes. I want to really repeat this. Your background with the heavily engineering, science, technology, this new breach of telepathic and your formula, espionage. It's 2017. Do you even sometimes fathom who is the person who got in my way that wanted my formula? Oh, most definitely. The host of the morning show that I emailed my itinerary to was uh, Troy Terrain a.k.a. DJ Star, and uh, it all began with him. And uh, I believe what he did was uh, st- stole my identity because I later found out my identity was uh, was stolen. And there was a uh, company in my name. I hired a private investigator to uh, do a background check on my Social Security number, and he found that there was a company in my name and that, and that there was an alias of my name being used. Oh, my God, that's horrible. And then when this ordeal, like you said, first began when you wanted to present your formula and you faxed your itinerary to the radio station, that was in 2005. Then that was in August 2005, yes. August 2005. Then 2006, you began hearing these, what did you say, like popping click sounds when your body would move where you live. You would hear that. Right. Uh-huh. If I reach for anything, I'd hear a popping sound. Popping sound. And again, um, did this deter your um, working uh, on discovering other labs, you know what I mean, other 
formula did that get in the way or when did you realize wait a minute this all began because they want my formula well actually that's uh when when it when it first began it began with him uh speaking to me or responding to me through the radio like I say, as I drove to work one morning, I realized he was responding to things I was saying to myself. So I don't know if he had my uh, cell phone tapped or, or what, but um, it it was all a succession. One thing led to the next. First, he was speaking to me through the radio, and uh, people were following me and harassing me everywhere I went. And while that was happening, I started hearing the popping sounds in my apartment, and I realized the popping sounds were responding to the thoughts I had in my mind, responding to my thoughts. And that's when I realized, okay, they must have my formula because nothing else can do this. Because I know my formula was a breakthrough formula. Um, uh, to tell you a little bit about my formula. Hello? Uh, hello hello yes I can hear you okay and basically how the formula works is uh, energy equals motive times force the force can be can be the uh, thought vibrations of when you speak in your mind from when you speak in your mind and uh, the, 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 the force of the thought vibrations can uh, be put into a field motive and whatever's inside that field vibrates so the thought vibrations inside the field would vibrate and that would equal the energy on the device or computer or the result of uh, the, the result wherever you'd like to like it to be well I'm gonna share something for you right now Mark Anthony I'm not I'm not really uh, I'm not really mathematical or technology but I want to say this <laughs> but I want to keep it simple stupid the vibration of thought that means I'm speaking to you right now I'm unaware of it but it means I'm sort of thinking before I say words to you so think of my words that I'm getting ready to say think of the force field and it picks up the vibration and it's able to decode my thoughts, in essence, my words. Is that how it works? Right. A nanofield would be able to uh, pick up your, well, it would be able to sense your thought vibrations. Unlike um, microwave fields or microwaves, microwaves are too big to sense the uh, small vibrations of thought, of your thought voice you would need something smaller than microwaves. Microwaves would be way too big. You'd have to use nanowaves. Only nanowaves can sense your thought vibrations because they're so small. And um, if you have wow. a nanowave field, then those thought vibrations inside that field would vibrate that field. And whatever vibrates the field, it shows up, or it doesn't, it could show up on a computer if you, if it's atoms vibrating because everything has a vibration so atoms have a vibration so it's, if it's vib if it's atoms vibrating inside the field then whatever's inside the field will show up on a computer that's the simplest way to say it and now if your thoughts are vibrating well if if if, if your thought voice vibration is in the field then your thought vibrations would be heard in a computer or a device 
computer advice. Um, that makes me wonder when someone is uh, mute, okay, they can't speak, but sometimes they will hold their hand to the jugular neck area and the person, they can feel the vibrations of the voice saying, is that how they, some people can understand? Yeah, something like that. Yes, because uh, when people are deaf, they can't they can't hear, and when people can't talk, uh, you know, of course they can't speak. So this this would allow them to uh, be able to communicate through through uh, the formula energy equals motive motive times force, where we would think, and an, and another person would be able to hear you think through the circuit. Um, I, I never did conclude a way of that happening. I just knew that the formula enabled that. Now, it could be done through satellite or it could be done through cell phone towers, but it would have to be a, a circuit that's set up to do that because you're not hearing with your ears and you're not speaking with your voice. You're uh, you're speaking telepathically. You're thinking and another person can hear you in their mind. So you wouldn't have to you wouldn't have to worry about uh speaking or, or or using your ears to hear. When did, um, fascinating, Mark Anthony, when did you get on the road to, you know, after your espionage breach, you began to be gang-stalked, when did you get on that road of discovery of nanotechnology and how it's weaponized? Well, the way that what nanotechnology is is the uh, ability to manipulate or recharacterize atoms. Now, that's what nanotechnology is, but you have to go before that into how did how does nanotechnology occur? Now, nanotechnology began with the uh, ability to actually see atoms for the first time in history, and the way they were able to see these atoms was, like I said before. Uh, if you put the atom, or if you put a uh, material, say a, a, a piece of steel or copper, inside a nano field, then that's, and and you zero in on the atoms in the copper with the nano field, then the nano field would sense the atoms inside the piece of material, and everything has a vibration. Everything that occupies Space has a vibration, so the atoms would vibrate, and when the atoms vibrate in the field, you would be able to see the parameter of the vibration around the atom. You would see the par- parameter of the actual atom, and what they do with nanotechnology is they refine the, uh, the vibration, and they use CGI, computer-generated image, to, uh, to make it look real. When they, when they see atoms, they don't see the actual atom, but what they see is a, uh, is a simulation of the, of the actual atom. Like it would, be a, uh, it would sort of look like a computer-generated image of the atom, but it would be real. Whatever the atom does inside the field is what you would see on your computer. And that's because the atom inside the field would be vibrating the field, and when the field vibrates, Whatever vibrates the field shows up on the computer. The the field would act or almost like a camera. Uh, um, do you know what? It sounds so sophisticated, but I'm just going to throw this out here. Do you think for this operation, how they're able to do this, would you say this this technology is quite uh, expensive in your opinion? Uh, yes, it would be expensive to build, uh, but it's very simple to, uh, to do. Anyone, anyone can do it. Anyone with money can do this. Um, 
and and uh, I've come to the conclusion that you know it's it's not the government. Any anyone can anyone with the money and the knowledge can create nano weapons or use or use the formula to uh, to harass people by you know uh, by by responding to their thoughts. Now with uh, V2K, V2K is pretty old. It's from 1940s. And V2K, like I say, they used uh, microwaves, and the microwaves wouldn't be able to sense thought vibrations because thought vibrations are, are too small, and, and microwaves are too big to sense the thought vibrations. But, um, but they could use V2K and microwaves to throw voice sounds at you, or sounds or voices at you, and that's what I thought it was at the beginning when I started hearing the popping sounds in my apartment. I thought it was uh, microwaves, but then I realized they were responding to my thoughts. So then I knew microwaves are too big to uh, send thought vibrations. So I knew it had to be nano. Gosh, is there any any shielding, any way to fight this, to end this? Uh, you would have to use the same. Well, you'd have to use a nano field to uh to sense and detect and block or repel the uh nano waves that are coming at you and that may be coming from a cell phone tower or it could be coming from a satellite or both are those and, nano uh, are those pricey to buy too nano fields yeah Oh, they don't exist yet. That would have to be a defense technology. That would be something that the Department of Defense would be interested in. If uh, if everything if everything gets out, then the, the Department of Defense would have to have something like that if they agree that people are being attacked by nanotech weapons or being harassed by nanotech weapons. But you could use a uh, nanometer to sense if there's a nano field around you or being directed at you, but the nano detector or the nano sensor would only sense the nano field. It wouldn't be able to stop it. Oh my gosh. Um, have you purchased even the nano detector? Have you visually, does it, if you have, does it flash up or, you know? No, I haven't purchased it. Uh, uh, a nanometer, it costs uh, about $250 for a good one, I've heard. But I haven't I haven't pursued that yet. I've just been doing my investigation to find out exactly uh, who's doing this because after uh, my formula was stolen through my stolen identity, I realized that you know anyone can have it, and uh, I realized that it was being passed around on a on on a, on a uh, underworld circuit. So when they stole your identity, they took possession of your patent of your formula. Well, they probably did it before they stole my identity because uh, I found a, well, the private investigator that I hired found a company that my name was established in 2008. And this began in 2006, actually. When I started hearing the popping sounds responding to my thoughts, uh, that was in 2006. And prior to that, in August 2005 is when I was being gang stalked by organized gang stalking everywhere I went. It, it was terrible. Yeah, it is. Has your stalking uh, uh, subsided a little bit, Mark Anthony, or do they still follow? Well, I've put myself in a position where 
where uh, I'm away from. I moved to a whole new neighborhood and, and a whole new city. So that uh, whoever was doing it, because I believe it was a ring, and I wanted to get away from that and to, and go to some place where no one knew me. So that's where I'm at right now. And if they're gang stalking me, they're not they're not making it obvious. But I wouldn't put it past them that they still are. But I still do hear the voices. I've heard them all day today, especially when I uh, emailed you earlier. As soon as I started emailing you, I heard the voices. You know, encourage encouraging me like. Uh, Pushing me on. I, I don't know. You come they, on the show. Wait a minute. Pushing you on to to what? To what? To come on the show? Well, yeah. The voices. The voices were saying, "Yeah, do it. That's it." And you know, go ahead. I mean, they they always seem like they're encouraging me or they're trying to help me. But you know, at the same time, you know, it's 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 too spooky and too creepy, and you know, it's and it's too illegal and it's too harassing. Yeah, it's no privacy. It's it's, it's, it's no privacy, it's, exactly. And it's the worst thing because it's it's like me and my shadow, but it's a shadow I didn't invite, and they're up close. That my sister has voices, but she says it's horrible. It's creepy. You don't even want to hear them. Right. As soon as I emailed you earlier this evening, that's when I heard the voices saying, "Yeah, that's it. Go ahead." And <laughs> that means that they see. Well, it's been going on for ten years now. And uh, they see everything I do. There's no privacy. So, you know, yeah. I just, uh, I don't care anymore. I just have to do what I have to do. Do you think by no privacy, does it deter you from making friendships with people? Do you feel like, or maybe you have. Some people just feel like I'm going to still see people. I don't know. Well, it did at the beginning. It was affecting me at the beginning. But um, like I mentioned earlier, I'm from a uh, African village where we have to go through a rite of passage, and part of the rite of passage is uh, to go through a situation where you have to uh, you have to prove that nothing will shame you. You you have to uh, you have to to end your rite of to, to to graduate from your rite of passage. You have to dance naked with a machete as a warrior dance with a machete. And so that's to uh, that's to that's to shed any shame that you may have of anything during any type of war or conflict you're having, physical conflict you're having. It's it's just to not let your enemy get the best of your emotions. Now, did you have this rite of passage when you were uh, what adolescent, a child, or even as an adult? Well, I was supposed to have it when I was a child, but I moved away from the village when I was a child, and. Uh, and uh, I went back when I was about 30 years old. It wasn't too old to go through the rite of passage, so I did it then. And that, and that was uh, back in 1997. Has it, um, has it, did it work? Uh, well, I guess so, because now I'm in a situation where I could, uh, I could draw upon the rite of passage and have it work for me because I'm not ashamed of whatever they see because, you know, what they're doing, you know, is worse than what I could, what I could feel or anything I can do. You know, uh, I can, I, there's nothing I can do that could be more satanic or awful than what they're doing. So, you know, they should be, they should be the ones that's ashamed of what they're doing, not me. That's the mindset sure. I have. It's the correct mindset. I feel the same way. We are victims. We are not volunteers. Yes. We, didn't, we didn't ask for this crap. Right. What they're now, doing is much more shameful. Oh, yes. It's, 
you know, it's an abomination, really, quite frankly. It's an yes. abom- it's abominable. It's an abomination. Yes, abomination, yes. Yes, it is. Defiling, it's disgusting. You, you lift a curtain and all it is is Satan. I tell anyone, they don't care how they pretty up the words. It's like the curtain of the Wizard of Oz. Just push that curtain aside, all you're going to see is Satan. Yeah. It's Satan. So I want to get back to your rite of passage has helped you. And you're from this um, a tribe. What's the name of that again? Because I know I've already mentioned it. Uh, it's a Yoruba tribe. It's a. Uh, it's actually yeah. a Yoruba kingdom. Africans mm-hmm. don't really have tribes. They have kingdoms. It's just that it's been destroyed over centuries. But uh, it's it's the Yoruba kingdom, a.k.a. tribe. But basically, the thing with me is I'm more scientific, so I never really, really got that deep into the cultural aspect. I know everything about it, but I'm just more, I'm too scientific, and that's why, that's why, uh, well, that's why I didn't go to my rite of passage until I was 30 because I'm I'm mainly focused on science and I believe in science and uh, you know the the culture the culture and tradition you know that's there but you know there's to me there's always more than that you know it's more in depth than that and it, from my point of view from my research I've done on the Yoruba tribe it began as a science but then it became through tradition more cultural and uh, more traditional with uh, different uh, festivals and ceremonies they have and things like that. But I've always stayed more scientific. And that's why I was able to take everything they were doing and put it in a formula, formulate it. Fascinating. Now, when you began to use your scientific mind, your background, Mark Anthony, you realized, I believe, the voices I'm hearing and what's being done to me is powered by nanotechnology. Does it have a, I don't know, does it have a chemical breakdown? Can it be under a, a biological slide to look into? Can we get evidence of it? Can you, I'm sorry, could you repeat that? Can it, can it be in, obtained like uh, in evidence, put under a slide, you know, under a microscope? Can you... Uh, well, you'd have to be able to uh, prove that it's there. I don't know how you would put uh, nano waves under a microscope. You you just have to detect it and uh, prove that it's there as evidence. But uh, what it can do biologically, though, it it can alter your uh, the cells in your body. I mean, it just doesn't affect uh, atoms and molecules and thought vibrations, but you can also affect cells in your body because it's it's small enough to to affect atoms and molecules and thought vibrations, but it's also it could be dense enough to affect the cells in your body and your body chemistry, which can uh, result in, of course, um, harming the endangering the body. Then death. Yes, possibly. most definitely. Yes, it could it could burn you if it's intense enough. If the waves are intense enough. Do you ever sometimes, with your scientific mind, ponder? What on earth is this type of sophisticated technology doing in the hands of criminals? Right. Well, exactly. And that's uh, that's why I told you how it happened. So stealing my identity and uh, and using a company, well, having a company in my name, which it's only on paper. It's a doing business as it's a DBA. But I think what they did was frame me as selling my formula to uh, to them. 
And uh, basically, uh, I got into, uh, I, I began having an interest in telepathic communication after uh, working in the uh, in the U.S. Navy, being a uh, avionics electronics technician, aviation electronics technician, and then after that, working for ten years in a uh, sound and vibration laboratory. So you know, I knew sound comes from vibration, and that the vibration in our mind when we speak in our thought voice is just a vibration, and that you know, it, and that it's nothing spiritual. It's just a vibration that can be affected, that can be sensed by a wave. And you would just need a small enough wave to sense that, and that would be nano waves. Mark Anthony, do you think what we're living and experiencing with this nanotechnology, do you think it's only on a daily or yearly basis, nano is only going to grow more and more? Well, I mean, basically, do you see this? Growing, or do you see this decreasing? What do you really? Oh yes. Well, all all uh, world leading scientists agree that nanotechnology is the beginning of a new age of civilization. It'll change civilization. I have videos about that. I sent you one earlier today. I think you the, did. Uh, um, and with your scientific mind, give us the best answer. Uh, what would be pro and con about civilization? to change our civilization with nano? Will it be some good things? Oh, yes. Well, it, nanotechnology would ha has a lot of benefits. I mean, they're working on curing cancer and, and uh, diseases right now. Basically, uh, with nanotechnology, you can cure all, all sicknesses and diseases eventually, but it could also be weaponized, and that's the thing. No one is uh, speaking or, or talking about the uh, nano weapons that could be that could be created by nanotechnology because I think the reason is no one really knows about nanotechnology unless you're a scientist involved with nanotechnology or in a scientific field. But the average person doesn't really know anything about nanotechnology because it's so new. And the thing That's is, uh, nanotechnology wasn't regulated until 2009 and it was first regulated in Canada, but it's been around since 2005 which was when I was uh, scheduled to host my uh, Youth Science and Technology Workshop. It's horrible. Do you feel when they sabotage by you being a victim of your formula, your patent stolen for telepathic communication with the voice vibrations, do you feel they've harnessed you now to hinder you from creating other formulas? Well, there is no other formula. Uh, the formula for nanotechnology, or the formula that enables nanotechnology, is, uh, is it solves Einstein's uh, unified field theory, where Einstein couldn't figure out how to uh, make gravity compatible with electricity and magnetism, but the formula does it. And uh, and with that, Einstein said that that would be the secret to the universe. That would be he could do anything with that. So there is no other formula to to create from that formula, but there are sub subdivision formulas you could create to do certain things. But that's not that's not the same. That's uh, more mechanical, as if uh, as if you're trying to create a formula to uh, to have to to use nano waves to create uh, medicines through. Uh, through nanotechnology manipulating atoms 
to to cure cancers, then you would have to uh, go into the details of uh, what what you would need to actually create create the uh, chemical substance using atoms or molecules to cure cancer. Ah, let's see. Actually, there's a question I want to go on. Mark Anthony, you expressed that nanotechnology, if used with humanity to help, it could do wonderful, I mean, practically miracles. Yes, you can make the deaf hear. You can make mute speak. You can hear them. It's beautiful. It's miraculous. However, when weaponized, and and I'm, I guess I'm hinting at this question: Is that so far in where we're living right now? They want it weaponized because it generates a lot of money for these for the, to criminalize it. I guess make it for these criminals to possess this. I mean, I think you talked about that man in the White House who was actually over the Department of Nanotechnology. Yes, uh, John P. Wheeler. He was a White House official that was in charge of the uh, White House chemical biological weapons testing. And he wrote the first ever White House manual on nanoweapons. And uh, he was found dead in a Chicago dump. That's out there, you guys. Listen to this. We want to get the name right. It's John, P is in Paul, Wheeler. The third. W is in water. H is in Harry. Uh, Edward, Edward, Larry. Right. Okay, so it's Wheeler, you guys. W is in Walter, H is in Harry, E is in Edward, Larry, Larry, E is in Edward, R is in Robert, John P. Wheeler. And you could find uh, you could find him on YouTube. You could uh, see the story about him on YouTube. Uh, no one knows how he actually died. He's just uh, well, he was found dead in a wind, in a in a landfill, and uh, I think uh, yeah, it was a brain aneurysm. They said it was, but. That could be uh, a nano attacker as well, because I believe, from my investigation, he was working with uh, with with the gang and the same people that stole my identity and uh, stole my formula, or framed me as selling my formula. That's from my investigation. And uh, last he was found, well, last he was seen. The night before he was found dead, he was uh, walking through a uh, Washington ghetto wearing all black. And uh, it's kind of strange for a White House official, a high-level White House official, to be walking by himself through a Washington ghetto in the middle of the night. Very peculiar indeed. And to to also be, yes, it is, and the peculiar um, suspicious death. Yes. But he was in charge of nano testing, and because because nano was so new, I just uh, put the timing together from from the time that uh, my formula was stolen. It was the same time that he ended up dead. He was found dead. It was about the same time, and he had to have known about it. But the thing is, nano, like I say, nanotechnology wasn't regulated because. Uh, well, if it was if it was from the government, it would have been regulated before it was uh, corporatized. Corporations had it before the government had it. That's why it had no regulation because it was so new and basically 
What is that? Um, okay, uh, excuse me, everyone. Would you mute yourself? Star six. Our guest came in on a chat call like. So if I mute the room, I mute the guest. So, so everyone, please star six. Um, Len? To mute yourself. I'm still in Len? the process of it. I'm in the process of interviews. Oh. Everyone mute yourself. I, I announced it, I'm sorry, at the beginning of the call. I cannot mute the room, unfortunately, because our guest came in on a chat phone. So when I mute the entire room, I mute our guest. So um, I could, I'll uh, it. I could, I, I could close the chat if you like. It might be easier. It would be easier. Uh, no, that's fine. Um, we're going to um, open it up soon. Um, if there's any more um, topics you want to hit on, Mark Anthony, we're going to open it up to question and answers because I know a lot of people want to know about this nanotechnology and how it's uh, terrorizing our lives. Uh, I wanted to ask one thing. By your scientific mind, and you have 10 years, over 10 years, Voice the Skull, do you feel they have emotionally tried to make you go Looney Tune? Oh, yes, definitely. Anyone that will be experiencing this and, you know, without without knowing where what's going on or where it's coming from would absolutely feel like they were going crazy at at the beginning i had to really compose myself so i wouldn't go crazy uh because it really affects you and i for a minute there i thought i was going to lose my mind but then i realized that you know it's just a formula and it's just science and you know it, it can be stopped i hope that someone is really we get our minds together to work and tackle this. This needs to be brought out because uh, it thrives on secrecy, you know, and that's how they can ab- abuse us. Yes. Yes, basically. Oh, my gosh. Mark Anthony, are you ready to take some calls from the callers? Yeah, sure. Now, if anyone has any questions, comments, or concerns, go ahead and star eight. I can see you on the board. If you're on the chat, go ahead and type your question in and I'll I'll read it aloud as well. We are terrorized by nanotechnology. It fuels a lot of the well they call them psychotronics. That's what they you know. Right. And the uh, uh. the NSA has just uh well I just read something about the NSA Saying they have a new technology that uh, that that can uh, what's it called? It's called uh, uh, mind surveillance or something like that. Uh, I forget the name of it. And do you um, think is that for crime? You think to help with um? Do you, is that going to be of an asset? You think to us or? I'm sorry? Do you think that this will help um, with crime? Is that what they, you think they're trying to use this, utilize this? Well, it could be used as Minority Report. Yeah, you've seen the movie Minority Report where they... Uh, I actually didn't they, see uh, that movie. I, I, you know, I've kind of heard about it. Let me get it right. It's the, oh, wait, it's to predict someone's going to... If you're a killer, I'm going to catch you before you kill someone, right? Isn't that what it is? Right. It's to uh, prove the crime before it happens. And uh, they did that through some other other means in the movie, but in this case, it would be remote neural monitoring. That's what I was trying to remember. That's what it's called. The uh, National Security Agency just developed a new type of technology capable of reading a person's mind and and uh, implanting artificial thoughts. Uh, 
and it's called remote neural monitoring. And that's new technology, and uh, that's basically the same thing that we're that uh, that I'm experiencing and other TIs are experiencing, where they can hear your thoughts and respond to them. And but but with remote neural monitoring, you know, you could always change your mind. I mean, there's there's always times when you're going to have thoughts that you're not going to follow through with. So it's not really uh, a pre-crime uh, a, a pre-crime system. It would just, I don't know how they would, uh, I don't know how they would implement that as a pre-crime system unless they just follow the person. It would be no different than follow, following the person physically, you know, and uh, waiting till they, well, it would be no different than following the person and setting them up, you know, to do the crime and then arresting them before they do it, like the FBI normally does. But, uh, but, it's, but it is new technology. But the only thing is, the thing is, is that this technology wasn't regulated until years after it existed. And so whatever was created before it was regulated is not against the law because it was never regulated. But, it, you know, it, if it's secret, no one knows about it. And, uh, and that's because it wasn't, there was no regulation around nanotechnology or nanotech weapons. Nanotechnology deals with atoms and molecules, while nanotech deals with uh, laser, uh, I'm sorry, Laser rays and uh, fields, nanofields. Okay, uh, yeah. we have to know the difference. And yet, I feel my sister is set up with both. She gets the voice to skull, but also remote neural monitoring. They can see through her eyes. They send smells to her that she doesn't want. You know what I'm saying? It, it, she's yeah, a lot of us can. are set up with everything. <laughs> yeah, they can do that with nanotechnology. They can affect your senses. Sometimes I feel popping in my nose, and I know it's a nanotechnology. It's a slight popping. It doesn't hurt or anything, but it's just like a puff of air in my nostrils. That's right. And then have you experienced that the uh, physical, medical community will act as if nothing's wrong with us? They see absolutely nothing. Yes, well, they go by the book, and, you know, uh, unless someone tells them, otherwise they're going to go by the book of what they know. So, you know, it's not always wise to tell them everything because they're going to go back to the book. You know, they, they're just there to do their job and, and try to get a raise and, you know, try to get a promotion. So they're not going to go above and beyond anything. Do you also experience with the voice to skull uh, the threats of death? We're going to kill you. Do they say that? Well, no, they haven't threatened me at all. Um, what what happened at the beginning when I started hearing the voices was that uh, anytime anytime I would do something wrong or come to a wrong conclusion, which I corrected later, they would say you're dead, as if you know you tried and you died. It was it was like a game they were playing, but you know they stopped that they stopped doing that. But I haven't had any direct threats. It's, it seems more like they're playing a game with me, or they're—I'd uh, hate to say—they're trying to help me, but like I say, they seem to want to encourage me. Like I say, when I was uh, emailing you earlier today, right before I began to email you, they say, "Yeah, that's it. That's that's what the voices said." Well, the voice said, um, "And the that's voice." Do you mean uh -huh. like speaking as if um, encouraging you to? To Call email you tonight to be our guest speaker. You mean yes, like exactly. that? Exactly. Um, yes. Have, 
I guess the curiosity question, have you have you spoke with others before or do they you know, have they in the past encouraged you? You should get out, speak about yourself, talk about yourself. Do they say things like that? No, they don't say anything like that. Um and I don't I don't I don't communicate with them. That's one thing I don't do is communicate with the voices I hear. Uh I don't <laughs> wanna do that. I don't wanna get into that communication because then that's when I don't know what I don't know what that'll lead to. I just don't want to experience that. <laughs> I think you're very right. smart on that. I think you're very smart on that. And the problem yeah, is very bad yeah. if you do. Uh, I've heard uh, in our community it's it's best if you cannot uh, communicate with them, do not. I, I wish my right. sister <laughs> could get to that level. It would be much better um, right. set up. It would mean I pretty better. much ignore the, ignore everything. Uh, and so that, some, that means you can have a normal life by ignoring them. I mean, you can focus on your task at hand, you know what I mean, taking care well, of yourself. You well, as normal as, a, as you can have with hearing voices all day, um, you know. <laughs> okay. I mean, it, it, it's harassing, you know. But most of the day I don't hear the voices that much, uh, you know, uh, unless I think they don't say anything. What I've come to realize is that the, when I say things in my mind is when they respond, which which uh, led me to believe that it's a uh, AI, artificial intelligence, or what I would call what I was calling uh, analog attractor subatomic reactors. Uh, you know what what you say in your mind is uh, attracts a subatomic response from the field. That from the field, and, and you can you have a scientific mind. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not. I'm really not at that <laughs> level. But I'm trying to understand it. When we as I'm speaking right now, it's almost autonomous. I don't think about it. I'm not actively l- listening to myself, but I guess when we speak, we've that quickly thought it out in our brain, and then we speak. But it happens so fast. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I, I, I think I think it's I think it's AI sometimes, but I, and sometimes I think it's real. I think they could switch in and out. They could leave it on AI, or they could be, or it could be an actual person. Because some I, of the things I hear are are so repetitive, and it always sounds the same. Oh, like a loop, kind of a loop. My sister. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like if, like if I say something negative, I'll hear the same, uh the same sigh. Or if I say something positive, I hear the same. Yeah, that's it. You know, and it sounds exactly the same as if it's a uh, sample. Now, I keep hearing this word often. This is all a part. Do you feel, hypothetically, this is a part of social engineering, Agenda 21, to farm us out like animals for control, surf slave? Right. I do believe they're using us as guinea pigs, um, even yeah. though the government didn't start it. Corporations began it, but I do believe that the government well the rogue faction of the government has gotten involved and is uh just being a spectator but in the meantime they're being they're they're using us as guinea pigs to see what happens to see if we crack i think that's yeah, what it feels like yes it's some type of observation um behavior right. modification all of that yeah lab rats absolutely do you um do you constantly have thoughts of, I want this over, I want to be free, I want my justice? Oh, yes, most definitely, all the time. 
I mean, I can't think of anything else but to be free. I mean, it's uh, no one, no one wants to live like this. And it's deadening, as my sister always points out. She says it's really emotionally, psychologically deadening, numbing. Yes, I just ignore it as much as I can. And And I don't think I've I've gotten to realize that the less I think, the less they, uh, the less I hear the voices speaking to me. You know, when you just said that, I believe it. But the other part that I sort of thought. That's terrible for a wonderful scientific mind not to want to think. Yes, they make us rather, I don't know, I was just thinking, they make us resent, loathe our gifts. Do you ever feel that? Yes, it's very limiting. They try to limit, they try to limit yourself. Yeah. They try to limit you. It does. The scientific mind, you know, because of this, doesn't even want to, that's very sad. That's this is a horrible, horrible program. Yes, it's horrible. Now, I want to go back to something else you mentioned once before, and I've heard it with in our community. This nanotechnology is being used prevalent in Hollywood, like in our music industry, in our mu- movie industry. Yes, uh, well, that's how it began with me. Uh, I realized after they were talking to me through the radio, they were also uh, responding to me through the TV on, on uh, in the news and everywhere. I didn't know how they were doing that. It was like a uh, program. It must have been a big program. Well, actually, my friends were seemed like they were all involved in it or knew what was going on and wouldn't tell me anything. And uh, that's just like the organized gang stalking where, you know, most TIs, tell you that you know their family knows what's going on and and they continue to play games on them and not tell them anything that was the same uh-huh. thing with me and, and uh, I've, I've heard also that our family and close friends sometimes there's a huge um they had a, a former gang stalker who's now a whistleblower brian i can't think of his last name but he's been on facebook and advertising it uh he was on uh, another moderator's call in which he expressed our Slander campaign is something really horrible. For some reason, um, a lot of family and our close friends buy it. It, it, It's orchestrated. It's well-written. They must have some kind of false documentation on us. I don't know. But also, uh, SAR reports. S-A-R, Sam, Apple, Robert, stands for Suspicious Activity Report. So they are presenting them a lot of uh, legal law enforcement, you know, evidence. And I think a lot of our family, unfortunately, and close friends, a lot of us are sabotaged at our work. If you're still able to work, you're very, very lucky. And the yes, children, you're very lucky. Cause they I, had to, I had to quit my job. Yeah, I couldn't take my, my sister was in, it's just shambles when we were in Los Angeles. She was, I, my house was completely like a, they come through like a tornado. Well, All right. Awful. And I don't you're, know you're how to get the people in there. I, I, I swear it must be a, uh, they, it must be a show they're telling everybody they're doing. That's the only conclusion I came to was that there was a reality show that they're telling people they're doing. And uh, and once the people they tell that to find out that, you know, it's, that it's a racket, I think they're blackmailed into silence. They're scared to say anything I'll after that. Stop. You know what? It could be that because uh, and it feels really organized crime. So they're either blackmailed or they're uh, intimidated, bullied. 
fear, you know, the fear. I can also see a lot of fear when I think back on close friends and family. They looked really scared. They made me yeah. treat me like I was dead woman walking. I was like, wow. Right. At the same time that uh, that uh, I was being gang stalked, before I started hearing the voices, my mother received the letter she was trying to give me, and it was addressed to Marcus. Marcus Anthony, but my name is Mark Anthony. I've never used the name Marcus Anthony. I don't even like the name Marcus, but it was thanking me for being a benefit and a service to my community. And I asked her what it was about, and she and she kind of brushed it off. She didn't want to tell me. And uh, it came with a cell phone chip that she tried to put in my phone, but it wouldn't fit. And I kept asking her, who is this from and what's this about? And uh, she wouldn't tell me because the thing is, I canceled the event. I was I was a host I was scheduled to host the uh, science and technology workshop I canceled that so it couldn't be thanking me for that but at the same time I know from working in the music industry that a thank you letter is a form of an agreement that's why I came to the conclusion that I'm framed to something through an agreement and when the private investigator found that my name was uh, uh, found that an alias of my name was being used, which was the same Marcus Anthony, uh, and found the company in my name. That's what brought me to the conclusion that, you know, I'm framed to some type of uh, reality show or something like that. And that's what it seems to be. And like I say, uh, the people that were involved seemed like they were going along with the show and realized that, you know, uh, I wasn't going along with it. And they were, after that, they were blackmailed, I believe. Oh and they were God. afraid to talk. Um, so I never did yeah. find out who that letter was from. I'm still trying to find that out. Sure you are. You know, yes. because uh, what the way the uh, whistleblower described uh, in, on the moderator show is the slander campaign is very intricate and very thorough, and it's been quite believable, obviously. It's a horrible way to put it, but they really shed us in the in the light that we're like walking scum basically if you can believe that yes so right. i don't even know i don't even want to begin to know how they you know lie on us for the right. horrible and whatever it is it seems to be given some type of credence because most one way or the other most um comply as bad as that makes you feel it does right now, the last thing I want to hit on as you're working with us in Enlightenings about nanotechnology, have you discovered, dealing, coping with this, any type of shielding that can protect oneself against nanowaves? And I know they're very, very small. Uh, you'd have to, you, something would have to be invented. And the only way that could come about is if uh, people become more familiar with what nanotechnology is and what nanotech can do without people being... Uh, informed of what nanotech can do, there would be no, uh, there would there would be no outrage about it, and you know there would be no fear or or anything of what nanotech can do. It would just it would just continue to happen like it is now, without anyone doing anything. So we we have to get the word out there about nanotech and that nanotech weapons are 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 very possible and probable and are being used, but. Uh, that would that would take uh the people to to bring it out. Oh my gosh. Horrible. Um I wanna focus on that um when you that radio station, um 
uh, that sabotage, well, he was called in, of course, to sabotage you. This individual not only was arrested, he was a, a radio station, clear radio, as you, you expressed. He was arrested because he created not only your gang-stalking campaign, Mark Anthony, he also wanted another uh, rival DJ to be gang-stalked with his child, to have a pedophilia, which tends to interwoven in this. And he was arrested subsequently by Mr. Liu in New York, correct? Yes, Mr. John Liu. Yes, what he did was uh, he began, well, after he began the organized gang-stalking around me, he turned it into a show where he offered his listening audience on his nationally syndicated show, he offered his listening audience three to five hundred dollars for information he had. I mean, for uh, for information on people he was interested in, and you know, to offer your listening audience three to five hundred dollars for information on people he had an interest in would you know generate a lot of gang stalking, a lot of you know a lot of people following one person. And what he did was uh, he was arrested for having his listening audience. Uh, gang stalk a four-year-old DJ, I mean, I'm sorry, a four-year-old daughter of a rival DJ to find out what color underwear she was wearing. And uh, and, and it got so bad that they had to uh, close, they, they had to close her school and not let anybody in because the she was being gang stalked through the radio. And this was national. And he made it, he turned it into a show. So, you know, uh, I believe that's how the organized gang stalking began because before that, there was no trend of organized gang stalking like we see now. That was in 2005. And um, most uh, TIs will tell you that their organized gang stalking began in 2006 or after, or 2005 or after. Now, there's, I'm sure that there's, uh, there's other, other situations or other scenarios that could have happened, but it wasn't a big trend like it is now uh, or like it was after 2005 and 2006. It sort of ramped up. It went on steroids almost. Campaign. Yeah, basically, yes. Horrible. I think I think anything before two thousand five and two thousand six was more isolated. It wasn't a trend. It wasn't an epidemic like it is now. I believe it's epidemic and it's not being discussed. It's like this polka dot elephant in the room and nobody's pointing to the polka dot elephant in the room. It's so such in your face what's going on. It's an epidemic. Absolutely. It's an epidemic. Yes. Well, Mark Anthony, we're going to, everyone right now, we're going to just take a moment or two. Um, I'm sure all of you have questions, comments, or concerns. If you're on the phones, go ahead and start eight. If you're in the chat, go ahead and write your question. I'm going to take a moment to announce tomorrow's call, and we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere, Mark Anthony. Same bat time, same bat station. I'm here. <laughs> End times. Some say it's the calling of the Messiah. Trafficking. Selling of a human being. You know the end times and trafficking correlate? From ancient cities like Sodom and Gomorrah, the Empire of Rome, World War II under Hitler's domain. Never in life has human trafficking at such a high volume with corruption over 90% lawlessness follows we're not safe in our homes we're not safe outside join me tomorrow as I discuss 
the May 4 flex slave trafficking at the end time. Talk shoot, your host Lauren, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On Talk shoot, call 144-771. Always fresh, always candid. I have a question to start it off, Mark Anthony. Okay. For activism, should we write letters to John Liu in New York? Can he help us? Yes, we should bombard John Liu. He's the only political person in politics that uh, would be able to prove that the organized gang stalking did happen, did occur. And was real because he's the one that had the uh, the DJ on the radio that was uh, that ha- that was offering his listening audience three to five hundred dollars to uh, get information on people he had an interest in. John Lewis is the only person that uh, well, he was the person that arrested him, that had him arrested and charged with endangering the life of a minor. And so we should really bombard John Lewis, uh email with uh, with complaints about what's going on because the thing is. John Liu, he he was only focused on the uh, little girl that was being gang stalked. He didn't know that there were other people out there. He didn't know that it was a uh, show going on, a gang stalking show going on that was uh, that was under a stop snitching campaign. That's why no one was talking, because at the same time, the, the same guy that were gang stalking people through the radio, he had a uh, stop snitching campaign where nobody would say anything. And I believe that's why no one ever said anything. Because they were afraid. Because it was, it was very the the, uh, the stop snitching campaign was very threatening, and uh, of course the DJ that was uh, gang stalking people through the radio, Troy Terrain, he uh, he was fired from Clear Channel, but the gang stalking continued, and uh, I believe he passed it on to his friend Jay Z, because Jay Z had gotten involved in it, and. Uh, I think Jay-Z had uh, gotten a hold of the technology, and perhaps it seems to me from my investigation that Jay-Z had John Wheeler murdered because uh, right before John Wheeler's murder, Jay-Z made a video uh, where it showed uh, gangs, well, where, where he had in a song, he was offering uh, $5,000 to gangs to do a job for him and uh and he also mentioned in a song that uh you know to wear all black everything and and uh john wheeler was last seen the night before he was found dead walking through the washington washington ghetto wearing all black in the middle of the night which is very odd that is, that's really a, a high up official, a high up official in the exactly. White House, wearing all yes. black, walking in a Washington D.C. ghetto, and he's found dead in a landmine yes. from a brain aneurysm. I mean, everyone listening out there with T.I.s, does that not read this program? I don't know what else will. I don't know what else will. That's peculiar. It's very right. peculiar. See the John yes. Wheel. And that all that happened before nanotechnology was regulated, had any regulations at all. That was in 2009. And without regulation, there could be no 
no laws passed against nanotech weapons or anything because there was no regulation. It was just out there, which, which again shows it didn't come from the government because before it was released to the public, it would have regulations if it came from the government. So, you know, it was out there before the government had, uh, had, had control of it. They may have control of it now, but whatever was created before the regulations were in place is still out there, which is, uh, you know, the voice to skull, the nano voice to skull. Do you feel that the nano voice to skull and the remote neuron monitoring and, well, with nano, weaponizing nano, they they can um, surveillance us clear, is that right, in infrared, even for heat recognition? Yes, everything. You can do anything you can do with any other type of uh, technology. You can, it would be enhanced with nanotechnology. And the thing is, the uh, the movie Breach, which is a movie about a, uh, a Russian spy that was the head of an FBI department, and uh, the FBI knew he was a spy, but they couldn't catch him red-handed. Uh, he always stayed ten steps ahead of them. And so uh, it took them two decades for them to catch him, and they didn't catch him red-handed until 2001. It's a very, very good movie. Every T.I. should watch that. It proves that they did not have uh, remote neural monitoring before 2001, at least uh, up until 2001, because if they had remote neural monitoring, they'd be able to track everything he was doing and everything he was thinking. So because they didn't have that, they spent hundreds of thousands of dollars to create a whole new department of the uh, FBI where they had cameras behind the walls just to catch them. It's a very good movie, but it proves that uh, remote neural monitoring and nanotechnology didn't exist back then uh, up until 2001. Uh, nanotechnology didn't exist until 2005. There's no publications anywhere of uh, nanotechnology before 2005, prior to 2005. Every publication about nanotechnology has been after 2005. The only thing you may find before 2005 is uh, something on the web which is, which is false. Okay, what's There's no, no nanotechnology product ever existed before 2005. You won't find any anywhere. I mean, they say stained glass windows is nanotechnology, but that's more like alchemy. That's more like mixing chemicals. Uh, and um, they want to call the um, sometimes they want to call that uh, the margallans or that are embedded with polymers. They want to call that nano. It's not. For for you can you can you can use nanotechnology to create that, but I'm sure there's other means of doing that as well. Um, there's no telling what they could be spraying in the air. I mean, Morgellons could be from anything, actually. There's no telling what they could be spraying in the air, what else they could be doing. Um, you don't really need nanotechnology to, to create Morgellons. I don't think you would need nanotechnology to create that. Nanotechnology could create that, but, I mean, I think that could be done before nanotechnology existed. No, I see. I see. Do you um, – I think this is – how much longer scientifically – you do the percentages, the weights. How much longer would you perceive this before it gets to MSM, mainstream media? This is known. Well, the more we complain and the more we make noise about it, the quicker it will happen. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, uh, there's a lot of TIs out there and a lot of TI organizations, so perhaps right. in the next Speaking five of- years maybe they'll pick up. 
Maybe they will. And by the way, let's take a blur before we have a caller, but I want you to go ahead and announce, Mark Anthony, if you wish, your Facebook page, you know, the Progress of tar- uh, yeah, Individuals Progress. Yes, Targeted Individuals Progress. There's a lot of good information on my page, and that will update you on everything that I've been going on since 2005. And it will show you the entire history of uh, nanotechnology, the, uh, the how much progress it's made and how it all began and when it first emerged. There's a uh, post I have that gives you the whole, gives you a timeline of everything, nanotechnology. That's wonderful, everyone. Let's take that down slowly. Mark Anthony has a Facebook page, and it's called uh, Targeted, Targeted Individuals. Individuals Progress. Targeted Individuals Progress. We'll take notes. Okay, Mark Anthony, we've got the first uh, caller. It's West Coast Angel coming up. Question? Go ahead, West Coast Angel. Hello. Um, I just want to thank him for telling his um, story. I didn't hear all, all of it, but... What I did here was very encouraging, and um, halfway through, well, not halfway through, but about 15 minutes ago, I was just like, you know, I'm really tired of sitting in the house. I'm sitting, I'm tired of sitting in the house, having the battle to go outside, you know. Um, Mr. Anthony, if that's your last name, I don't know. Um, I've been in this since uh, 90, 93, 94, and um it happened to be a foreigner that lived downstairs that was the first person that I noticed was, you know, chasing me in a car. And um, I even tried to befriend the guy because, like, not befriend, but just be polite. Came up to my door. And I said, you know, my best friend in the world outside my family is your nationality. And he just got worse, worse with it, you know. Um, it was during the time that my grandparents passed away, my mother's mother and my father's father. So, you know, it's nice to hear people coming on and sharing their story. And um, um, I just wanted to say that. Lauren, I don't have a real complex question. I just wanted to say something positive because we're out here, we're alone. And um, the more information that shed light on this, it brings us more hope, I would hope. Because <laughs> I've been in this since 94, sir, and this is just... I mean, I was, I'm a college dad. I come from a huge family. I was just ostracized again by my family. Um, that there's another big family engagement, and I'm not going to get to go. Oh, man. Well, the best thing you can do for uh, stalkers is take pictures of them. They don't like that. When you see them take pictures. I I talked to other TIs about it, sir. I was like, I took videos and I took it to my management because it's happening where I live on my apartment complex. And um, they turned it around and tried to use it like I was doing something illegal by taking a picture of these people or a video. And... um, Mm -hmm. It's it's just that you got to fight through each situation, right? And try to find your bearings, the law, what your rights right. are, and just amplify that. And and they don't like it. Like you said, they don't like you taking their picture. I took one of the handlers, one of the not lowest perks, but the one above him. They get cars. They get free cars from oh, a car I beg your pardon? What happened? Oh, I didn't say anything. 
Oh. Anyway, um, yeah, they get free cars, and I took a video and a picture. I took a picture, right, and I put it on my Facebook. <laughs> they were so angry. You are so right, sir. They were, oh, throwing things around inside the apartment below me, you know, just, I, and you know what? That's what makes me high every day. I don't need drugs. I don't need I need wine or <laughs> just to see them squirm for one yeah. millisecond makes yeah. my whole year. And um, yeah, they they hate I pictures and they hate videos. They hate really. You know, I got a really good picture of them, and I amplified it. Um, that's one thing good about this is you learn how to do things you would never really be doing. I'm not a techie person. I'm a preschool teacher, dash elementary school teacher. And do you know what I thought, Mark, was that uh, all the women, uh, you know, there's men that are TIs, but all the women that are sitting with no job, Lauren, you know what I'm talking about. Look at our schools in the nation. These could be the teachers, the teaching assistants the uh, mainstreaming teachers to get disabled children into the schools. The schools have fallen apart. There's no teachers to teach the children. The banks are coming in on us and taking all the homes. I live in Sacramento, sir, and uh, we had the largest home loss here in the nation. We had the fastest-growing community, Lincoln, California. You build houses as far as the eye can see. It's, it's insane. And yet... Um, the inner inner city of Sacramento is falling apart, schools closing, um, and, and things. You know what? I want to say this real quick. Is the new police chief in Sacramento had investigated home invasions in Sacramento. We're one of the human trafficking hubs, Lauren. Do you know that, Lauren? We are. We are one of the human trafficking I believe that California is the, mm-hmm. the, the, the trafficking uh, state, and so is Missouri. New oh, really? Missouri, See, New this, York, Florida. Yeah. The triangle is, I believe, it's like a quad. Is like Seattle, Vegas, L.A., and uh, the Bay Area, which Sacramento. And um, we actually, I learned from a best friend who's a minister. Um, I met right down the road from where I live, right here, back in the 90s. She said to me, when she saw this happening in my life, she's a mentor to me. She said, do you know that the number one place, the hub where they let out all the ex-convicts is Sacramento for the whole entire state? So when they release from prison, they come through our main um, Greyhound. And do you know where that Greyhound used to be? Just a couple of years ago, it moved, but it used to be right across the street from the front of the Capitol building. You could spit. It's like a half a block, and that's where they were releasing all of the ex-convicts, right in front of our state assembly. You can look out the window and see them get off the bus, okay? And they are part of the gang-stalking re- regime, okay? All right. So... And and the it's probably we're one of the richest capitals in the nation, right? So this stuff is arch here. And most of the TIs I know from here, they they leave the city. They leave Sacramento because it is so awful. It's it's really bad here. Let me stop. I'm. Uh, thank you for letting me speak. And thank, thank you for being with us. Thank you. 
Thank you. Thank you. Does anyone have any questions or comments or concerns right now for Mark Anthony? Go ahead and star eight so I can see you on the board. Hey, hey, Lauren, you hear me? Yes, I do. Hey, hi, Wesley. How are you? Hey, I'm good. Hey, hey, Mark Anthony, man, I got some patents for you, man, for that, uh, I, the one for you say, uh, the manipulate wavelength uh, instrument for measure, measurement of particle size distribution. All right. right. That, that patent number is 4361403. Okay. I, I got patent numbers for all these uh, weapons, man. Are uh, they I all nano weapons? Yes, sir. And I got the oh, patent. Okay. A nano is a particle, right? Right, so, right. So that's the patent number for that, man. I got another one for uh for subliminal sound wave where everybody getting B two K. That patent number is five one five nine seven zero three. That's the one where you getting voice so called voice stuff when they're hitting you with that subliminal acoustical weapon. How old is that patent? Uh I hadn't opened them up, man. I just got a list of patents that I'm gonna be sharing. But the one for five one five nine seven zero three, that's been out a while. And the new, they got new patents. They each one of these weapons got two or three patents. You know that, right? Right. And so, and so the newer number, uh, uh, that last time I gave you before, that patent just came out not too long ago. For the now the new patent for subliminal acoustical uh, manipulation of nervous systems is six zero one seven. 302. Right. So I got, Those patents would have been created after it was regulated, after nanotechnology would have been regulated. But before it was regulated, there there, there were some nano weapons that no one knows about that's uh, still around. And right. I think that's what they're using. Yes, sir. I got all the I got the patents for everything, man. That's why I tell everybody, whatever symptoms or whatever you uh, perceive you're going through, is don't always say, I believe something happening to me. Oh, this happened to me. They got a patent for that, man. They got right. patents. They got patents to make people go to the bathroom on themselves, man. Okay. Yeah. Everything, everything your body can do, uh, that's supposed to be natural. They can make it almost not natural. They got patents uh, to make uh, for God what these all y'all women going through, Lord, with them uh, 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 sexual electronic uh, uh, rape, electronic yeah, yeah. rape, West, and they call it by the way the coin term. You probably, oh, I don't think you probably, Mark Anthony, but in the realm of these new world order Satanists, they call it new world order sex. That's how we rock and roll. New world order sex, electronic mm. rape. Wow. When they come out with them weapons, they're going to always have some derogatory name, but they also <laughs> got a fat, fat dude with the real name. All right? right. Like, that, like that voice of school thing, they call it the voice of God weapon, where a lot right. of people, especially if you're real religious, and go to church, they'll make you think that you're talking to God, but you're talking to them evil devils. That's why right, you exactly. Got, you got the right idea, man. You got to distinguish. What your own, uh, how you could talk to yourself and your, how you feel. You got, it's a way that you, once you realize you get in tune to yourself, you can tell what's natural, what you're getting from God, and what's not manipulated from this uh, artificial AI. Right. You, you could always tell the difference between your own thoughts and the AI. You could always tell the difference. Because the, the thoughts that are coming, the, the voices I hear, I know it's not coming from me at all. You know, it's, it's yes, not I, even things I would think. 
Yeah, so once you realize you know yourself, then you can see. I, I study uh, the art of war. Once you learn right. how to tame, tame the, uh, the enemy within you and you right. know yourself, then they can't really they can't mess with you, man. All right. Yeah, I've read that book, The Art of War. There you go, because we are all prisoners of war behind enemy lines. And I keep right. telling you, talk. But, um, hey, my name West, man. I'm going to be talking to you about some information. Oh, one more question I got for you, man. Uh, okay. What you, what you uh, know about this uh, Super Collider in CERN, man? What the Super Collider? Yeah. Well, they're, uh, they they say it's pretty dangerous. They say they could uh, open a black hole that will vaporize the galaxy. But I don't know how far off they are from that. But um, that's all. I, that's the only negative thing I've heard about it. But see what they're doing. They're trying to uh, go all the way back in time with the Big Bang Theory. And what they're doing, they're going past that, and they're creating antimatter, man. Okay? Right. And antimatter, that's real dangerous, man. That's how they open up all these different portals. And then that's when they get, was able to come up with uh, with this voice to store and real technology, man. Once they open up the mother portal, like you mm-hmm. said, but uh, they, don't worry, you know. When they over time they open up a demon, God will open up angels, man. So we yeah. just gotta be cool. Everybody on the call, just be cool, relax, and, and stay in love. Cause that's what, like you said earlier, about vibration, and, and that's what God is—a high vibration, man. And, and uh, that Yoruba tribe—they from Israel, man. That's the tribe of Judah, Yahuda. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yes, sir. A peace and blessing, man. I let somebody else talk. I'm gonna be contacting you, man. My name is West. All right, thank I, you. I, I like to share information, man. You're doing the right thing. They did the same thing to me, man. I came up with a formula. I came up with a formula. Uh, to uh, they they ran a trick on me and said if the Earth was getting ready to collide with another planet, what would I do? I came up with a to move the Earth away from a a a, a comet that was getting ready to hit the Earth, man. That's what yeah. they got out of me. That's what they got out of me, bro. Okay. But it's all good, man. I'll be contacting yeah. I like I like knowledge and information, man. Yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, yeah, keep up the good work. Yes, sir. Thank you, Wesley. Uh, Mark yeah. Anthony, we have a question now. Uh, South Kansas is next. Let's hear from South Kansas. Go ahead. Hello. Hello. Uh, hello. Can you uh, hear me now? Yes, I can hear oh, you. Hi. Okay, uh, thank you very much for the call. Thank you for the information. I hope that you'll give the e- email and all the information that you have um, from John Louis so that we can all uh, together uh, swamp him and let him know. But I'd like to ask the targets uh, before you email or call them or send them any letter or any information, go ahead and write it out, write something cohesive that makes sense, read it to someone, ask them what they think. Is it is it um, dictated and is it you know, going out, does it sound well and cohesive and understandable and believable, and then send it out. Let's not bombard them with information that doesn't make sense and uh, will um, right. tarnish tarnish the community. Right. And uh, the second thing is that I wanted to ask you, um, I, if your name was Mark Anthony, where do we go from here? Like tonight, I've been trying to get uh, indigenous people together to do activism because I see that the problem with the targeted community is that we're separated and we're not making uh, we're making a lot of noise, but we're not making it together. And so I'm wondering if you're coming up with activism plans where we can come together and do something, or maybe you would delegate responsibilities to people as far as uh, maybe uh, what do you call it? Uh, 
flyers, whatever, but we, we need to start working together and uh, coming together to where it's just not one person by themselves trying to battle something that's so big, and, and that is what their strategy is. Um, one of their best ones is to keep us isolated to where we cannot work together. So it's just I don't want this call to end to where we've gotten all this good information from you and um, we don't stay connected, and whatever my part is that can help you and help others, I'm willing and uh you know, the, I, I, I want to go further with this to, to where maybe we can stop these people. Right. Well, I think this show is a good place to start. And uh, I think what we need to do first, we have to start somewhere. And I think it would be best to start with John Luce since he's the only one that can prove the uh, organized gang stalking was happening. And uh, I have his information on my uh, Facebook page, Targeted Individuals with the S Progress, Targeted Individuals Progress. And I'll be making a... Uh, I'll be posting uh, another post about John Lou with his uh, latest updated information tonight. But I think uh, this show is a good place to start, and uh, my uh, Facebook page is there. Just uh, messenger me, and I'll and I'll know it's you, and uh, we can start. We can take it from there. Okay. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Barbara. Thank. Oh, thank you, South Kansas, and I want everyone to know right now. I had the pleasure, honestly, of interviewing Mark Anthony by an elder in our community, Elvira. She's a wonderful person, and we are really blessed to have this great scientific mind, you know. Really. Um, we have another question for you, Mark Anthony. It's again from West Coast Angel. And uh, anyone have any questions before we end our call? Star 8 so I can see you. We're winding down. Go ahead, West Coast Angel. Yes, I didn't hear all of your your talk today, sir, but I was concerned about the child that was targeted. That's mm-hmm. really what sparked me. Um this happened in New York, you said, or in the north you know, the North England North you know, New England area? Uh this Where happened in uh, Queens, New York. In New York. I have family there, sir. And then um I, I'm an educator, like I said earlier, and it just really sparks me when I hear about children because I used to work with abused children okay, yeah. in the Southern California area, and I, I saw patterns in the group homes and such uh, with differing abuse issues. So with, uh, how old was the child that they targeted? Um, this, this, it was a radio personality that did this? Yes, uh, his name is uh, Troy Terrain. His uh, his alias is DJ Star, and there was a four-year-old daughter of a rival DJ that uh, he had gang stalked, and uh, he had the whole New York City stalking this little girl to get five hundred dollars so they could, you know, get the five hundred dollars he was offering, and uh, he was arrested for endangering the child's life, but the uh, the child's father dropped the case because he did not want to put her through the court system. So he dropped the case. Absolutely, I see. But the gang stalking continued, and the and the uh, and the remote neural monitoring continued, and it was all organized. And, and you're and a, has, you're a target as well, or you're an authority on the nano um, weapons. Am I authority on the nano weapons? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, or have I you have just researched of, it? I've I've been researching it. I have a lot of now a lot of knowledge about it, and. Uh, it's part of my investigation, and uh, like I said, I have the uh, a post on my 
Facebook page that shows the whole timeline of the uh, nanotechnology from when it emerged till now. You know, I wondered what was going on because I'd be on the telephone when I first came on these calls. And I think they were angry that I found out. So there was somebody living on the other side of the wall. And I noticed if I took a business call one particular day, there was a rhythm that was going to my voice as I was speaking on the phone. as very irritating. And because of bouncing ideas off and on, you know, with other TIs, I started looking at neuromonitoring, and I was wondering what was going on. My father was a a military scientist. Um, He was a straight-A student for his whole entire educational career, so he's Mensa, right? And I was interviewed for Mensa, and uh, my mother and my grandmother kept me out of, you know, some accelerated programs. Okay. So I remember when I was seven, I um, in went through a dream, and um, I have a friend who's quite older than us, or uh, older than me, and she went through the same thing. It's like, uh, it sounds weird, but we saw little green men in our dream. And I've heard other people talk. Have you heard of this before? No, I've never heard of this before, no. Mm, okay. And um, I, also, I've heard of a dream in, in, oh. in, I've heard of a dream manipulation, but not little green man. Okay, I know, <laughs> I know. But um, at the same time, probably between the ages of seven and nine, I had. Um, I think they access us when we have our tonsils out. I had adenoids, like my biological father. And I had to have surgery. I remember going into the surgery, all this and whatever. But I'm just thinking that the the number one, you know, there's two different times that they access a child's body. Well, three. Birth, then you've got the the shots that you need for school, and then when you need your tonsils out, okay? Uh And, And maybe another one is dentistry dentistry, right? So me, um, I had some extensive surgery, so I'm thinking that I saw those little green men after they accessed me for adenoid and um, my other surgery, that they compounded the surgery, right? So I was looking back, you know how you look back over your life, how did people access me? I was also a children's hospital survivor, so at 16 I went into children's hospital at Stanford. A lot of papers were signed. It is a research hospital, okay? And things that I've seen, you guys, it would just... (laughs) The cancer unit at children's hospital was downstairs, and they have like four or five, six different levels, okay? And I always had a weird, weird feeling. It wasn't only death, it was other things. And um, unfortunately, I was abused at the hospital by a psychologist, and I was physically accosted sexually as a teenager in that hospital, and a doctor accessed my room. So this is the thing, is that with all of that, um, I wonder if I gave an okay for them to do, you know, research on me. And then when I was a baby, we were on the huge fort there. So I just think that this nano, the nano weaponry, 
it's DOD and and such, right? You're in your research. Um, yes, 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 yes. DOD has it now. Okay. Guess what? I just found out by bouncing ideas off other TIs that my surgeon, who is a renowned world surgeon, he is known for separating twins, Siamese twins, conjoined twins. That's his specialty. I found out, as we are talking now, he is doing research with the DOD. He is giving lectures at the DOD. And this is the person that had me open the first time for 17 hours, the second time for seven hours, when I was about 17 years old. Okay. And if you don't think I'm scared half to death at what they could have did to me, okay? And he is a Zionist doctor. He's a Zionist. And oh, okay. I looked up his last name, and he is tied to doctors in Israel. The last oh, wow. name, the whole family. And then I yeah, ended well, up living in a. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say it's uh, it's it's very easy to manipulate children and uh, influence children, and they could they could have been doing that for years through uh, V2K and microwaves. Uh, they could always throw voices at you when you're asleep and uh, have you. And, and influence your dreams and Can your I feeling. Can I ask you one last thing about that? Is like I woke up after a surgery this past year. Um, they got me again in the hospital, right? And it was a very weird thing. I explained to Lauren and others on this call what happened. Um, they closed off the hospital, wouldn't let my family back in. And my father has clearance. My aunt has federal clearance. We're talking federal, right? My mother has it. They're mm-hmm. officers of the law. They're retired. Uh, CDC corrections, all CDCR out here, everything. And they would not let my family back in. They said the police were out there. They were in numbers. Um, They wouldn't let them back in the hospital to see me. And now since I've been home, since the second, the first surgery, I have forced speech. Um, Do you know anything about forced speech? Forced speech? Uh Uh-huh, like they forced you to talk. Like I woke up and I was talking, like loud. Well, like I say, uh, with uh, microwaves, they can uh, they can manipulate your emotions and influence influence your thoughts and influence your body. They can probably make you do anything, especially with now uh, nano waves. They could uh, enhance everything they were doing before with V2K and uh, with microwaves. So they can they can do anything now. Yes, they can. Thank you so much, Cindy. Before we close tonight, does anyone have any other questions or comments or concerns at this time? Going once, going twice. Mark Anthony, do you have any final notes that you'd like to share with us? Well, uh, I do agree that we should uh, bombard John Liu and and let him know that there were other people being gang-stalked through Troy Terrain's radio show and that they're still being gang stalked, and that uh, there's that something has to be done about that. Um, he's the only person that uh, in politics that can prove the gang stalking was happening. Uh, and he's probably the only person involved that can talk, that will talk, because That's the uh, everybody else is blackmailed or afraid to talk. Um, now I want to make sure before we close that we all get um, Mark Anthony's Facebook page. Get on Facebook. It's targeted individuals with an S progress. 
he's going to not only give us the history of uh, John Liu, it's spelled a uh, regular spelling of John. That's uh, Joy, Ocean, Henry, Nancy. The last name Lou is actually Love, um, Ice Cream, You as in Union. Is that correct, Mark Anthony? L I U. Okay, exactly. and he's in New York, uh, probably probably New York City, the city, correct? Yes. Okay, and again, Mark Anthony is going to uh, post it on his Facebook page. Uh, our recording tonight should upload uh, no m more than 10 minutes. So all of you, if you want to review details, um, that would be uh, available because I know with such scientific uh, jargon, we're going to have to take time. I know I am to process some things. But uh, Mark Anthony, I want to let you know personally, my last note is that I hope that I have you back on the show soon. We continue, you guys. This is another one. I'm starting Lauren's Notebook. We've got illegal alien mafia. We have sex trafficking. And now we have Mr. John Liu. We need to out this in various vectors. We, because this beast is so big, we have to think of it as a firing range, except you don't blow the target just with the head. You blow at any part of the target. It's that massive. We've simply got to hit it at every angle. This angle will be nanotech weapons with propelled with the use of gang stalking. Yes. Which is a lot of federal offenses. I've got another avenue with the uh, governmental benefits. And I do hope, Mark Anthony, that you will join us when you have the time, of course, with your schedule. I do have other podcasts throughout the week. And we are talented individuals, we are the persecuted saints, and we are active activists. With our words, with our thoughts, we move. No more of complacency. Our freedom is at our hands. We must band together and become active. Those of you, please follow me on the Illegal Aliens Mafia. I'm not just talking with Professor Martinez. We are doing a lot of work, and we're becoming quite annoying to the powers that may be. With that close, again, I wish all of you a safe evening. I'll be on tomorrow night, 7 p.m. We're talking about the end time sex trafficking, sex slavery. I don't enjoy the darkness, guys, but darkness was put upon me. I'm a candid woman, and there's no other way I can approach it but candidly. And I am not controversial, but I am blunt. And with that, let's have a controversial soon tune. I'm dropping the mic, as they would say. Good night. Good night.